Our scripture reading for today is taken from St. Paul's letter to the Romans, the 12th chapter, verses 1 and 2. Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. These are your words, Heavenly Father. They are your truth. We pray that you would increase our faith through them. Amen. You may be seated. One of the wealthiest neighborhoods in the city had a sudden rash of vandalism. Apparently there was a group of teenage boys that was going around vandalizing people's property. And this very wealthy man who had a, a large collection of about a dozen very nice sports cars, super expensive sports cars, suddenly had the windows broken in his garage. And the police caught one of these 16-year-old young men and brought him to the man and brought him to this owner. And the owner asked that he be released into his custody to take care of him and said he wanted to talk to him. So the man took this 16-year-old boy out into his garage and he showed him around all of his beautiful cars and he took some keys out and he said, let's go for a ride. And he took this 16-year-old boy and, and he said, I want you to drive. So he handed him the keys, got into the nicest sports car he had and they went out through the garage and drove around. He let him drive for an hour. And at the end of all of that, he said to the young man, in two years, when you turn 18, I'm gonna give you this car. It's fun to watch you drive it. I'm gonna give you this car. The next day, when that 16-year-old went back into his group of hoodlums that were wrecking things and stuff, I think he maybe had a little bit different perspective. I think he maybe had a little bit different way of looking at some of the things that they were doing. But he had a change of heart. I bet his motivation was a little bit different than it had been two nights earlier. That little story that I made up and is all fabricated is trying to get at the very point that St. Paul is making for us as Christians. In Romans chapter 12, Paul has just concluded a section of 11 chapters where he very clearly has laid out what God has done for us. He starts out by reminding us, all of us, of our real condition. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's no one righteous, not even one, Paul says. All of us are just deserving of being condemned by God. But then he goes into this beautiful litany of, of the gospel starting in chapter 3, of how God, through the work of Christ, has made us righteous before him. Listen to just, I'll just read you some of the more familiar passages. We are justified, that means declared right with God, freely by his grace, through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. He says in chapter 5, having been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We now have gained access to God through this faith in which we and this grace in which we now stand. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. There's no chance of being condemned if you believe in Christ. 
He says, we now rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. So through all these 11 chapters, Paul has been saying to us that, think what God's done for you through the work of Christ. You're holy and perfect in his sight. You are, you are a child that's, that he can't wait to take to heaven. He can't wait to give all of his gifts to you. And now Paul says, when we get to chapter 12, when you look back on that and when you think about how God has treated you, when you think of his generous, kind, and loving and compassionate heart toward you, in view of that, how should you live your life? Should we go back to the same thugs that, that wanted to vandalize things? Should we go back to, to the things in our life that, that despise God and, and show harm to him and others? Paul says, no. In view of God's mercy, don't go back to that. He says, don't conform any longer to the pattern of this world. The word conform there is a word that they often use in, in making pottery, that clay is soft enough to be shaped and, and so on. That's what the world tries to do to us, doesn't it? The world through its ideas and, and false thoughts about our bodies and everything else tries to shape us to the ugliness that the world wants. And Paul says, don't conform to that. Don't go back to that. In fact, he says, just like that 16-year-old that with the car, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, okay? Have your mind transformed and changed as to how you look at your life now. Just like that 16-year-old kid, the next day after the generosity of that man and knowing he's going to get this amazing sports car, I'm sure he had a transformed mind to, as to how he viewed what he was doing. That's how God would have us look at our lives as Christians as well, based upon the wonderful grace that he has shown us. So, throughout your life as a Christian, knowing what God has done for you, look back at, at everything that he did for you on the cross through the work of your Savior. Think of, the, think of the future that you have waiting for you. Think of the gifts that God can't wait to share with you when you finally get to heaven. And in view of that, live your lives in gratitude to this wonderful God who saved us. Amen.